0: America Meditating Radio Show, we collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts 24-7. Hi, I'm Sister Jenna. Join me and guests as we amplify stories that compel us to be more for ourselves and everyone else around us.
1: entire world was. That's one small step for man, one giant leap per man. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com.
0: Take a break, breathe. Why don't you visit the Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center? 518 5000 Do you want to power up your day? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Can't manage the speed? time to get off the grid and get into the heart a groundbreaking meditation cd for people on the move and at this time i choose to get off the grid Welcome, everyone. This is Sister Jenna, and you are listening to the America Meditating Radio Show, broadcasted from the Meditation Museum in the nation's capital. Just got back from Omaha, Nebraska. What a quaint, lovely town, and I think I almost hit like three states in just a matter of a few hours, Iowa, Indiana, and Omaha, as I enjoy the whole process of sharing the Off the Grid, Into the Heart Meditation CD to my friends across the country. If you're like me, we are wonderfully enjoying our journey in life. There are sometimes bumps and bruises, and then there is the healing process, and then there's also the celebration. And if you look at your cycle and your pattern, we're all in our own little pattern and in our own little cycle, and there are times that we say, I don't want to be in this pattern, I want to break this cycle, but we find ourselves in another cycle in another pattern. And so is our life linear or is it cyclical? And I'm prone to say that things go around in cycles. And this is why I find that it's so important to establish a cycle of thought, a cycle of words, and a cycle of behavior or activities that support the original purity of the soul. While I was in Omaha, there was a beautiful young lady who actually attended the weekend retreat and. I went through such an interesting, by the way, uh, airport karma. I've been to over 89 countries, and I will honestly tell you folks, it was my first time, but not my first time. I would say in all those trips, this might have been my third encounter with quite an interesting experience of airport karma. And I think what made this one a little bit more um, of an opportunity is that I was only going to Omaha from Washington so it wasn't like I was going to Egypt or Timbuktu or all those other exotic countries that I visit. I was just going to Omaha. It took me a day and a half to get there. I could have walked there. I could have gone in a carriage. I would have gotten there much sooner but um, I did observe how composed and easygoing I was and even though I had to be there on Saturday morning to start the retreat at 7 I was observing that the only thing I was concerned about was the feeling of the organizer knowing how much they had put in to make it so special and that was the only thing that would have actually agitated me but I kept my cool and I dealt with my airport karma I went I stayed at a hotel room that I wouldn't even let my puppy stay at but at the same token I just kept myself in check because I knew there were a lot of people waiting for me and when I got there, I needed to be in a good place. I mean, this is a pattern that I've created for myself, thinking about what's beneficial for everyone rather than just for myself. Self-gratification would have been, let me get angry and that's it. This airline industry is a mess. Look at what they do to our lives. Okay, well, let me not go there now. <laughs> but anyway, I finally got there. And when I arrived, there was a lady there who wasn't quite, you know, pleased. And she was like, I really am feeling very uncomfortable. This isn't really what I was expecting. And I had just gotten there to do check-ins, by the way. So I don't know what really happened. Pride. But by the end of the retreat, she ended up to be one of the individuals who was like, I don't want this to finish. And the reason why I'm sharing with the story is that sometimes we just need a little bit more information in our own lives for us to be able to embrace even something that's different. So even when we're changing patterns, I recommend every individual to embrace something different in order for the patterns to be changed because we do bring ourselves in cycles. We do bring ourselves in particular things that become so natural that we're not even aware that we're spinning a pretty natural cycle or you know an ordinary cycle so are you spinning a cycle and are you in a pattern of thinking that is elevating your life creating miracles wonders and abundance We'll stay tuned because we're going to have Karina Virginia on and who Karina will be sharing with us a little bit about how all of our thoughts and behavior and also the practice of yoga becomes a a key ingredient in helping us to move our lives forward. So before we go to Karina, I want to do one of my favorite things that I do on the show is meditate. So from my Off the Grid, Into the Heart Meditation CD, let's let it go and go into our zone. Breathe in deeply. Relax. imagine, you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, nationality, or even a language. Supreme soul would think of you, and you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom. this time My friends, how was that? I hope that that's got you sealed in the place in which you want to be and, and act in and think in. Uh, from my Letting Go um, track on Off the Grid into the Heart City and, of course, our very dear friend Sanatam Kor Ek Omkar. Before we get Karina Virginia, we're going to have her on in about a minute or two. Why don't we go to Sister Gita and find out what special
2: readings she has for us today. Sister Gita? Good morning, and Om Shanti is a greeting of peace. It merely means, I, the soul, am the embodiment of peace. Taken from Daddy Janky Companion of God book, one of the world's wisdom keeper, Daddy Janky, Companion of God is a title. And the reading I selected is Talking to the Self. <laughs> Inwardly, right? (laughs) Okay. So when you talk to yourself in your mind, which self do you address and how? Usually people do not talk to their divinity, but to the most superficial aspects of their everyday personality. And often it's a stream of fears, complaints, and a mindless repetition of old things. If we talked that way to another person, we would have to apologize. Learning to talk properly to the self is a spiritual endeavor. Thoughts from the past and worries about the future do not create a good conversation. Instead, Learn to talk to your mind as if it were a child. Talk to it with love. If you just force a child to sit down, he won't. A good mother knows how to prompt her child into doing what she wants. Be a good mother to your mind. Teach it good to thoughts so that when you tell it to sit quietly, it will. Love your mind. Stay happy with it. Wonderful. Love your mind. Stay happy with it. Om Shanti, and have a very, very reflective day.
0: Om Shanti. Beautiful as usual, Sister Gita. Thank you so much. Well, the America Meditating Radio Show is very happy to welcome Karina Virginia, who is an inspirational speaker, spiritual coach, intuitive healer, and a master kundalini yoga teacher certified in hatha and kundalini yoga. She also has been teaching for nearly 20 years throughout the United States and Europe and began her path as a spiritual teacher while working in the entertainment industry as an actress and model. Karina believes that we are living in a profound time where living through the heart with grace, peace, truth, and light is the surest path. To manifesting the life of our dreams. She's created the highly acclaimed yoga video entitled Abundance and Miracles. Karina writes for the Huffington Post and has been featured on Vera Living and Bravo TV. Karina's uplifting wisdom can also be found in magazines around the world. And we're delighted to have Karina of Virginia on the America Meditating Radio Show. Welcome, my dear. How are you?
3: Oh, lovely. How beautiful to be a part of this. It's beautiful.
0: Great way to start the day, isn't it?
3: It sure is, yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Well, it's interesting that you began... I'm glad that everyone's welcoming you too. It's interesting that you began as a spiritual teacher but while working in an industry that in a very strange oxymoron way is a spiritual opportunity and yet we do see the flip side of the entertainment industry being, you know, something that takes you away from your soul, from your spirit. What was mm-hmm. it that took Karina more into her spirituality whilst being in an industry which can definitely you know, get you caught up in all the things that might be a little bit surfaced?
3: Yes, that's a very good question. As a child, I was always extremely spiritual, and I could see beyond the earth dimension, and it was a very lonely place to live, because I wasn't raised in a very spiritual community. We went to church, but even at church, my Sunday school teacher kind of looked at me and said, what are you talking about? And then the minister of our church would have compassion for me, but there wasn't really any true understanding of this depth and this sensation and sensitivity that I experienced. So I decided that I would change that and I would block it and I would become like everyone else, quote-unquote normal, mainstream. So I shut it off and I just learned how to navigate my way in the mainstream world. But there was always that part is me alive and then i when i went to college is when i started actually teaching yoga and studying yoga i'm 44 now so that was over 20 years ago and at the same time i was i was in a conservatory for acting because acting was a way that i actually could still go into these other dimensions Mm-hmm. and still fit in at the same time. So I graduated with a, a BFA, fine arts and acting, and really was in my deep spirituality at that time, being away and, and going to a college where I was up in Ithaca, New York, and it was it was quite new age there for that time, coming from the New York City area, much more new age in Ithaca. So I um, I started acting, and I ended up getting more jobs as a model, And so obviously I went that way and I was living in New York City and I was miserable. I was miserable, miserable, miserable. And I started to really get some, some great jobs. Then I was getting jobs in commercials and then I was even on a soap opera. There was this heaviness and this sadness inside of me. And I met this actress one day on the set and I just had such a, sadness. I can even feel it in my in my solar plexus as I'm explaining this to all of you. And this actress said to me, My grandmother always said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. And I said, uh-huh. What was that? And I <laughs> wrote it down. And I I followed my heart and I left the entire industry, I left a manager, I left agents, I left a very successful career because I, I had to follow my heart. And at this point I was in my 20s and I hadn't met my husband yet. I moved out of New York City into the country, literally moved into a townhouse in the country by myself. And I uh-huh. went so deep into my practice. And what I, what happened was I attracted my husband, who was living in New York City, was basically the kind of catch that everyone was looking for in New York, but I wasn't looking for him. Instead, I just increased my vibration and my frequency, and he found me, and that was such a miracle, and we married, and we have two children, and he's a a wonderful man, but I never would have had all of that had I stayed in the quote-unquote success of the the acting and it was very hard for me to leave when I left my sister was in the Miss America pageant and she won a, a talent award in the Miss America pageant and I had to watch all of this really questioning myself but going back into that space of just trusting and saying to myself be still and know that I am God listening to the divine in my heart
0: I wanted to jump in here because that story, not even quite sure if our listeners caught, I thought for me, what was the real pivotal part of the story was when you said, I raised my vibration, I really wasn't looking, I wasn't out there trying to find the love of my life or the perfect husband and, mm-hmm. you know, what every New Yorker would say was the perfect catch. I wasn't looking for yeah. that. I was raising my vibrations and it's something I tell or share with a lot of women along the journey who feel they don't get a sense of completion without a companion and then they project a lot of different parts of themselves and yeah. then when they get into these marriages or these relationships, a year or two years down the road they can't maintain the illusion that they came into the relationship mm-hmm. with and then That's they start to blame so you know true. their husbands, right so they blame their husbands their mm-hmm. partners there they're this and what they fail to acknowledge is they entered that union on the false pretenses but with an idea and that I really want my listeners to hear This saying, everyone, you're listening to America Meditating. We're interviewing the wonderful Karina Virginia. And she just mentioned one of the most profound things, leaving the industry at a high level, but wanting to really be more into herself and be true. That she was raising her vibrational level, she was raising herself, and as a result of raising her vibrational level, she attracted what she knows and feels at this day is one of the most perfect husbands you could ever have where they have two children, and we're having this wonderful conversation together about life, and that's what the show's about. I want to go on to, you've said that abundance is the frequency of self-love within the Mm. infinite creativity of the universe, you know, and that gratitude is the passcode to the door to abundance. And a lot of us have a lot of good things. And i got to tell you, I think that is so powerful. I was in Nebraska recently for a retreat, and I'm sitting there looking through my window at the hotel, and I just looked at my life, Karina. I said, how fortunate am I in everything that I have around me And it's so interesting to see how your intellect, your thoughts, and your soul can go to one particular thing that's not fulfilled in you yet or one particular thing that was wrong and actually try to delete all the good that you've got. Mm -hmm. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about how does self-love and gratitude impact the abundance that we can have in our life?
3: That's
0: such a great question.
3: I believe that love melts all boundaries, and that love transforms Mm -hmm. everything, everything. Totally believe that. And we cannot love others until we love ourselves. I also feel that when we are grateful, we attract more to be grateful for. And we can't be grateful unless we put love first. It just doesn't work. And the opposite of love is fear. The opposite of gratitude is also fear and and um fear of lack so what happens is when we when we love ourselves and we connect to a golden chain of light and love we lift our frequency and when we focus on things to be grateful for for example even just writing down 10 simple thoughts of gratitude when we wake up in the morning we attract more to be thankful for it's just the law of the universe so much of what we project from our mind goes into our energy field. And this is very powerful. We forget this. There is an energy field, an aura, an electromagnetic field that is around our body. And even though it's invisible, it is more powerful than anything that we can see. And the power of projection from the mind will either uplift that frequency and attract more of the same in that frequency, or if it's if our mind is focused on fear and lack, and we are not being grateful, we're going to fo- we're going to be focusing on that, and then putting that into our energy body and attracting more of that. So again, it's about trusting God. It's about and if you don't like to use the word God, I personally say God, but we can say the universe, we can say the divine. But it's again about trusting that even. The story that you were talking about in going to Omaha in the airport, even being grateful for that. Wow, I might be in a situation right now where God protected me from some kind of accident, and so I'm hanging out in the airport to find gratitude <laughs> yeah. in every single situation. And then we have to You, <laughs> you did. <do. laughs> And that comes with self-love, too. Otherwise, if you're beating yourself up and you're saying, you caused this, you did something that is creating this because God is punishing you or some kind of fear illusion, then you get stuck and you create so many resistances and there's blocks. And then you go through security and someone says, we need to check your bag. And then someone else says, everything, you know, has to come off. And then we need to check you over here. But once you just say this is all divine, you'll notice the security line opens, just like the door to heaven opens. Everything flows. And, again, it's the law. It truly is alive. I've seen this time and time and time again in my life, and it's, it's quite a miracle in itself. And the key to it, though, is to do the work and to continuously work on changing those negative thought patterns.
0: I want to jump in here, changing mm-hmm. those negative thought patterns. When we talk about, you know, the work, and we are doing the work in whatever capacity that we can, I think one of the areas that folks are continuously looking for a way out is when they are stuck in an unhealthy pattern. And even though on a thought level they know they're not supposed to go there, for some reason they are there. And for some reason they either think or feel, or maybe it is, Serving something that they find to be important to them, or I don't know, but what would you tell an individual who comes to you and say, how do I get unstuck? I cannot let go of this thought and this feeling. What would you tell them? Is there a process that you could take them through?
3: First, breath. Bring that prana in. Breathe and think about breathing in love from the universe, from the divine, from God, and bring that in and just say, please take this fear away from me. Then come into a position where your head is lower than your heart. And we do child's pose in yoga. If you can't get into child's pose, any position where your head is lower than your heart. And then you say, let my heart prevail. And you drop the weight of the heaviness of the mind. And you continue to breathe deeply. And nine times out of ten, a shift will begin to occur then. If you're still stuck, go get a glass of cold water. Drink a glass of cold water and think about ingesting this incredible frequency from the divine. Now sometimes the thoughts can be so such obstacles that you get mad and nothing works and you don't even... Trust that there is a higher realm and that's that's something that can happen when the fear gets that caught in the body and when the wounds from our childhood, which we all have, are more prevalent than our heart and the present moment. And in that moment, we have great exercises that can be done. I think there's some on my website. I also have a YouTube channel where there's where there's free meditations that can be done that will Help to cut through that fear and and then that's when the miracle will happen. There's a lot of talk about just change your mind, change your life, and it's not mm-hmm. that simple. I wish it was
0: <laughs> we all do, but
3: yeah, exactly. um it's about cutting through the fear to change the thought patterns that are not serving us, and then to project love into our energy field. That's how it works, and then we have to go into the sense of feeling that gratitude for that sensation of of elevation, and from that feeling state, we can move through the block.
0: Does that make sense? It does. It does. I think one of the things that I keep returning to is um, the intensity of that subtle energy that takes Mm -hmm. us there again and again, and that subtle energy which definitely lives in the subconscious realm of the soul, which we call in Sanskrit the sanskas, which is the sum total of the experiences we've held on to from events in past lives. It is so much more powerful than the trust or the faith that we have of our present lives that it does overwhelm us and I think many folks are trying to find what is that method that they could apply when they see themselves getting into that zone and into that cycle.
1: Yes. And that was
0: very nice and and very useful, uh, very important things. So, you know, I love the work that you have been doing, and I know yoga has been a big thing. On June 21st, the world celebrated the first international Mm -hmm. day of yoga and we released a short movie i don't know if you saw it we released a short movie entitled the om challenge and that's just been our gift oh i love it it's just our gift to the international day of yoga now you're releasing a new video this year on the power of kundalini yoga and you're writing your first book why don't you tell us a little bit about these two projects what is the power of kundalini yoga
3: so kundalini yoga is a way to awaken all the energy centers in the body so that you can also heal all the cells and all the samskaras. And it, it works from the base of the spine through all the chakras, through the top of the head. And then in kundalini yoga, we also focus on the energy body. Um, it, You know, you were just playing Sanatum at Gonkar, and I just spent a week with Sanatum in New Mexico we were doing a lot of of teaching at at the summer solstice celebrations that many of us in the Kundalini Yoga community attend. And we had a discussion about this, which is kind of a coincidence that you were playing Ekongkar because Ekongkar, we are one. And in Kundalini Yoga, it's about getting into that neutrality, that place in your mind where you're not going into the positive mind or the negative mind, but you're in that neutral mind and you're recognizing that, we are one, and there is no such thing as lack. There is no such thing as there not being enough or comparison. We are one. When someone else has something beautiful, that is just a reflection of the potential that we as individuals can have because we as individuals are part of a much bigger whole. So a lot of, of this type of work is on power of kundalini yoga, and it will be with Sonatam's music as well, and that will be released by Sounds True in November, and then it was just a beautiful thing. I always wanted to write a book, and I just thought, how is this going to happen? And people said, just, you know, just write it and self-publish it. And I thought, that's ah, just not my way. I don't like promoting myself. And so I kind of went into this the work that I do, which is the, the prayer. And that's one more thing I want to say. We pray to ask. God, we meditate to receive the blessing. So I went into the prayers and the meditations for it, and I got an email from Sounds True. From I think you interviewed Tammy Simon, right? Did you? I think you I sure I saw that. I sure yeah, did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is all really quite a miracle, but and they just said we love your work on the video. Will you be willing to write a book and write a book so that Kundalini Yoga can be explained to the mainstream world? And so so I have a, a partner in this book who's someone who studied very intensely. He's he's a man that's, that's older than me. He studied very intensely with Yogi Bhajan who brought this yoga over to us and who introduced Anatom Kar as well to these teachings. Um, so this man and I are co-writing this book for Sounds True. And it just, it just seems like it was part of... We just attracted it. Same sort of thing where it just happened. We didn't look for it. And in fact, my... My spiritual teacher, Yogi Bhajan, always said, let things come to you. What comes to you will make you happy. What you go after shall make you miserable. So in that state of oneness, in that state of, of attracting from our energy field, from gratitude, from self-love, from prayer, from devotion, from recognizing ekonkar, we are one. What you have is mine. What I have is yours. We will attract into our energy field whatever it is that our deepest desires are. And it, there's there's no way around it. We, the impossible becomes possible from from this sort of a practice. Anyway, so that the book will be explaining in mainstream ways how to practice Kundalini Yoga, and then the the DVD also has a lot of inspirational talk on it and practices that you can do at home. And the book mm-hmm. won't be released until 2016. The DVD, 2015 November.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. I do appreciate when you say that when it comes to you, it really feels more pure, you know, mm-hmm. and when you go for it, yeah, it's like there's a mixture. There are times that we do have to make effort for things anyway. I think that it's important. We're in an industry of consciousness where mainstream is not always signing up. You know, it's not like Seven Eleven that you need to go get a cup co- of right. coffee or something so everyone's running in. But yeah, there are times that you do have to make the effort and When it actually comes towards you, it does feel like a miracle and abundance. And so we congratulate you for all of those auspicious things that are emerging in your life. You know, I want to keep talking to you, but uh, we're running out of time. And it's just been Mm. really fantastic having you on the air today. And generally, before I let my guests go, I ask them, please share with me what's your favorite life quote that you're living by. And perhaps a website that you can leave us with to get a hold of you if we want to find out more about your good work.
3: Yes, wonderful. I remind myself of the bi- from the Bible: "Be still and know that I am God." And whenever I get triggered by something, which I do, and yes, we we do we do live on the earth realm. where well, we do have to do things, mm-hmm. but if we live from the heart, we'll do the things that we're led to do from the divine. So, be still and know that I am God. And I just say that to myself quite often every day. And my <laughs> website is www dot Karina K A R E N A dot TV or www dot Karina Virginia V I R G I N I A dot com. So there's two ways of of getting to me, and I hope that this has helped people who may be feeling a little stuck in just giving your trust to the higher realms and and knowing that your deepest desires can come can come to fruition and will come to fruition if you melt away this year.
0: Karina Virginia, thank you so much for all the abundance, the love, and the miracles that you're bringing in everyone's life. All the best.
3: Thank you so much for having me as a guest on this beautiful show. Really appreciate it. God bless you all.
0: Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So I'm taking away from our conversation with Karina. Raise your vibrations. If you wish to attract the best in your life, then the real way of, I feel, holding it and, and creating the foundation around it. And we talk a lot about authenticity in our world today. Be so authentic within your own being that you know you deserve the best. So be your best. Be your best. And let us stop playing games with the lives of other people because we're trying to find a shortcut. It never pays off anyway. The work is within you, the power is within you. Your soul is asking your own soul, Make me powerful. New body, same soul is on the journey, folks. Might have a new body, but it's the same soul. And in each one of these bodies, we're holding and keeping our experiences. So, what's your pattern? What are you holding on to? Raise your level of consciousness and be a giver more than a taker. Please feel free to visit Karina's website at karina.tv or enjoy some of her articles and HuffPost as well. Hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. Remember to download the Pause for Peace app and go out and buy 100 copies of my Off the Grid Into the Heart CD. Take care. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to learn to love each other the same. Let's end with Elijah Ray, Band of Light. I love being here. Take care, everyone.